with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Welcome to Emberon Renewed, an actual play podcast in the Emberon campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I am the troubled Randy Milo. I'm Jeff. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? We're in another plane getting some medical assistance. Yeah, getting healed. Olfen's getting fixed. Partway. Yep. My, my, Milo had a chat with the god of the realm or something. I'm still not quite sure. Yeah, and he wasn't quite sure how to take it, so he just played it cool. Mm-hmm. And then you all came back to Eberron. We did. We did come back to Eberron. Yeah. I mean, Milo was offered some kind of a chance to maybe get rid of his magic and basically all magic from his life in any capacity. <laughs> <laughs> and then Milo went off on his yeah, own. Yeah, other stuff happened after Milo got back to the <laughs> like, plane. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just went home, but Milo, Milo's the only one who took action. That's right. My, Milo did do something else, didn't he? Yeah, Milo was on his way to put an end to Vigo, try to make it look like Vigo hung himself. But on the way there, there was one of those little newsies with a headline that Vigo had been released, that the whole deal was... He only confessed because he was coerced, so they let him go. So. Which is factual, just not in the way that they mean it. Yes. I mean, it's, it's factual. It's just shocking to discover that the Sharn police care. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where we left things off was Milo discovering that. So we had established that everyone went home for the night. Milo, you said that you were going to return back home and plan another avenue of attack to deal with this issue. So unless anybody has anything else that would have occurred over the course of the night, we can jump to the following morning after the awful, very bad, no good boat ride. So day breaks. Uh, Reynard, what was your evening, night into morning like? I mean, is Reynard paranoid about somebody sniffing around or like how is Reynard trying to deal with his, the consequences of his actions. I would say that Reynard is not paranoid because he thinks he did a good job covering his tracks and it's kind of just like how he'd approach any other job. Okay. So it's just kind of in that muscle memory mindset of like, no, I did the things I was supposed to do. I'm good to go. Okay. I mean, definitely a little bit of a, a little bit more of a, not guilt, but like a feeling of that. I mean, that was different. Yeah, <laughs> but, but fair enough. Trying to keep it professional. I don't know what the right word is, but like uh, to not, not weird himself out anymore, I guess. Okay. He feels no guilt. Well, not really. He didn't really like him. And it was going to need to happen because he wasn't doing the right thing. So, okay. 
Well, then at about... Well, I so, like the well then. And because of that... <laughs> Therefore... So, Reynard has a restful night's sleep without a care in the world. No, Reynard, you are woken abruptly, still like the the faintest hint of dawn is on the horizon, probably like 5.30 in the morning, as you are woken to loud banging on your door. Somebody is like side of the fist full, but like it's not bang, 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 open up. It's like frantic, yeah, frantic yeah. beating at your door. Well, I, I guess Reynard opens the door. Okay. Does Reynard get dressed before opening the door? What is Reynard's pajamas <laughs> situation? What's Reynard sleeping? Naked for? as heck. No. I mean, like, probably. I, I, I envision Reynard Dickensian, Scrooge style, sleeping cap, full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want the little the little conical ski- sleeping cap. I think that's a must. A, a comically long one. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's do it. Just for you all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're too Happy good to us, Trevor. So yeah, Reynard, you hop up, open the door, and you see Alistair on the other side. And he quickly, as soon as you open your door, steps, like slides in and shuts the door behind him. Have you heard? Uh, heard what? That depends. And uh, Alistair kind of sighs and turns around and you see him do a a series of somatic gestures and mutters under his breath as he locks the door magically and turns back to you. Someone has, someone's killed father. What? Uh, how? Deception check. I knew it. Yes! <clears throat> you know, I just want to know if he knows how. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Just yeah, he never said father. he didn't know how. But father was so good at not being killed. <laughs> I hope he wasn't stabbed with a Therani knife. <laughs> skills. What's the killed in the warehouse district. Wait, what? <laughs> why, why, he'd never been killed for his whole life. What's the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty is going to be too red. Too red? Stop the recording. Not it's as not cunning. Spend a story point on it. Okay, yeah, I probably yeah. should. Difficulty is too red. Yeah, would you like to flip a story point? Yeah, probably. Okay, so we will upgrade. Okay. Um, And just to reflect your good thinking because of the Therani knife, you, you're not a person of suspect in Alistair's mind, so I'll give you a boost die. Work. Mm, I'm worried. And another boost for the Therani dagger. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I literally just added a boost for. Really. <laughs> I know, but I was trying to get around it by saying it a different way. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> That's funny. I think Randy might think you're dumb, Eric. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Randy does think I'm dumb. Okay. Rolling now. One failure, two advantage. So one, so you have not communicated in a way to make it seem like this is a total shock to you, Reynard. Yeah. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that Alistair jumps to <gasps> Jacques. Well, good, because that's not my name. I, I yeah. would enjoy hearing Alistair jump to that, though. Um, you have two advantage. What would you like to do with them? You could do them to make Alistair further away from, like... You could have it influence what aspect Alistair finds suspicious about Reynard's statement. Yeah, I was going to say, could it just seem like I'm really sleepy or something? And it's like, well, he's not awake or, you know, or does that, would that be more of like, oh, it was successful? Yeah, that would be more on the the side of success. Like he, there's something about what you've said that has raised suspicion, but you can use the advantage to influence where that is directed. Okay. His cap. Man, what do I want to do, though? 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, you can use the two advantage to say that Alistair simply thinks that you may have already heard about it and you were just trying to like act coy about the fact that you hadn't heard about the murder yet. You could have uh, Alistair jump to a certain conclusion that you'd prefer him to jump to like, uh, like Eldarin already told you or something like maybe he found it out through certain channels. And so it would be believable that you would have heard about it as well through the same channel, something like that. Yeah. Let's say he, he thinks ba- Basil told me. Okay. I guess if, if he already knows, we'll say it does. Yeah. Okay. To advantage. Alistair kind of looks at you for a second. And is like, listen, if, if Basil already told you as well, then you don't have to hide it from me. We need to be unified right now. All right. Yes. Then, I do know. Okay. I was a little, a little tired. No. It's, it's fine. I wouldn't be able to sleep either. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The question now is, what do we what do we do, Reynard? Obviously Thorani has been overstepping for some time and now this seems to be a step too far, I would say. Well, you can say that again. They've been a Sorry, that's not my voice. <clears throat> well, you can say that again. They've been a thought in my side the past few months. Yes, the house in general as well. So do you have any insights as to who may have done this? Who specifically would have attacked Father this way? Man, how can I say it in a non-deceptive way? <laughs> I don't want to roll. I just want to be smart and I'm not. Do I have any insight on who might have killed Father? I don't know what to say, man. I would be a terrible murderer. <laughs> Good. That's comforting. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. We're okay with that. I mean, that's don't sell yourself short, Trevor. You'd be a great murderer. I would just have to be really proud of it. Man, I think uh, <clears throat> Reynard just goes to make a pot of coffee, kind of avoiding, okay. not avoiding responding, but you know, seemingly acting a little sad. I guess. Okay. Alistair follows you into the kitchen area and takes a seat and. Well, I suppose you don't have much desire to rejoin House Affairs and help me sort this out, do you? Well, do you? You've always been far better at House Affairs than I have been. I know, but it's not like it's not like Father was a generous man in terms of mentorship. I can't imagine he thought that it would be anyone else's time to take up the mantle anytime soon, and I'm not prepared in terms of running house business in the city of Sean. I mean, did he mention anything to you about his plots against what's her name? Elvinor. Elvinor? Uh, yeah. I feel like what's her name was very in character. <laughs> yeah. Her title is Baron. So Baron Elvinor might be the proper way that Reynard, if Reynard's trying to put on airs of format. Okay. but Not Baroness? No, just Baron. Wow. Progressive. Baroness El- Elvinor. Literally just told you it was not Baroness. Trevor. Baron! Wow. Baron, what, Elvinor. What machinations, what plotting, what do you know to answer your question? What What did you know? <laughs> well, he hmm. basically asked me to take her out of the picture. This was that very veiled conversation that we had. Yes, maybe, maybe someone heard about it and decided to do something. But who would have, if Father wanted to take her out of the picture, to take her place, who would have succeeded him and Alistair kind of trails off and looks at you succeeded him in the family or in running the day-to-day affairs of Sean if he was taking over would the that house not, would that not be you I mean 
I don't know if Reynard's trying to lie right now, Trevor, but he did offer it to you. Well, I, he's not really lying, but I... I, 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 I know. He, I'm just making sure that Trevor, the player, remembered that conversation. He, so Yes, but I... Okay. My thought is maybe he had already talked to Alistar before Reynard. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, clearly not. <laughs> okay, so... Cool. Confusion on everyone's face. Amazing. So, so no? No to that? No. Well, in the conversation I tried to tell you about, he did offer it to me. Is that something that you want? I don't think it would ever be something I would want. I think we all know enough about me to realize that's not really where I would want to be headed. Alistair sits back and runs his fingers through his hair and just shakes his head. Well, you should probably come by the house some point today. See mother. Yes, absolutely. I will begin making arrangements as well as trying to figure out how to retaliate against Therani. Figure out who did this and why. Well, I look forward to seeing what you decide upon. Alistair stands up and begins to turn to leave and stops and looks back and you know that you can come home now. No strings attached. He's... I didn't like what you did either, but what he did to you was too much. So even if you just want to have your old room back and be a part of the family without being a part of the family. In italics. And I know we would all like that. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll try and see you later today then. Very well. And Alistair turns and does somatic gestures at the door. The magical rune disappears and he opens it and walks out. What does Reynard do immediately Ooh. after? Oof. Well, right now, I think Reynard's thinking, I should have just told him. Interesting. Because Reynard thinks that Arthur hops up onto like the kitchen counter and looks at you. Meows. Arthur, times like these, I wish you were some kind of shape-shifting villain like everyone thinks you are. He nuzzles the top of his head against your hand and purrs. Well, I am. <laughs> and Reynard drinks some coffee. <laughs> okay. Um... What's everyone else getting up to in the morning? Everyone had the opportunity to get an early night's rest, so perhaps early rising as well. Who knows? I mean, Hob doesn't have this uh, rich life outside the group right now that everyone else seems to, so he kind of wakes up and waits to see what's going on. Like his 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 entire existence has been whatever's going on with the rest of these three people for the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. So okay. Anybody in particular that Hob goes to check out, or does he just hang around Savia's until he hears something? I think he always calls Eris first. Okay. Uh, so I guess he reaches out to Eris. How early does he reach out to Eris? Oh, he definitely wakes up earlier than she does. I don't know if he waits or not. He probably learns to wait until whatever time she she should be awake, whether she is or not. He, he does all of his all of his exercises and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. all of his all of his extremely healthy morning routine. That's right. And a couple of breakfasts, and then... Sure. You had a pre-workout breakfast, and then a post-workout breakfast. You got it. It's you just, got it. What, once the time hits double digits, it then begin, begins to get antsy. Yeah, and like, sure. okay, it's reasonable for somebody to be awake at this hour. If she's not up by now, I think she really should be. <laughs> I'm going to call. And I hit okay. a little sending stone. I say, hey, yup. I'm awake. Right. Not exactly what I asked, but, but that's good. That's a, it's better than not, I suppose. How are you? How are you feeling? Physically. How almost every... No, yeah, just, almost everything hurts. Right. So I want to... I almost said I'm sorry for for kind of taking you someplace I knew you weren't really going to want to go. But that's not true because we needed it a lot. 
And so I hope that you can forgive me, despite my lack of contrition. Okay. All right. What's going on? Anything you need? What's going on today? I'm reaching out. Um, I haven't heard from anyone else. Um, I was going to go over to the sales and see if Ulfa needs anything. And then, I mean, my left arm doesn't really work still, and I might work on that problem a little bit. Sure. Yeah, that would be, yeah. You know, I mean, if, if I can do something, let me know. Of that whole arm thing, but you know. Did you see the scars? Did I see the scars? I I pop like I had Olive look at this. It's got this weird like ghost scars. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if I saw the injury happen or not. You saw the in. I think you saw her get injured. I don't think she like. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. That's for sure. Harris yeah, mentioned them did. at the end of the last episode. I can't oh, remember okay. If she physically showed them, but okay. I couldn't. I couldn't remember if that was before or after she returned home. I'm going to say no then. No, I, I mean, I saw you get hurt, but I didn't see, you know, I was doing my own healing thing. I didn't see how it scarred pretty it's, bad. It's real weird. It's like it didn't get cut, but there's these big white scars like some great big tiger or something <clears throat> mauled me arm. That's wild. Does it, I almost asked, does it hurt? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it hurts. Does it hurt different? Than, <laughs> does that make sense? I don't think so. feels like it's all torn up inside. And my arm's real weak, but yeah, it's weird. So things were weird up, up, up there. What are we over there? Man, I don't know. The, um, like the yeah, other plane I'm, was definitely down there. I, I feel like I know, we, I, know it, I know what you mean, though. But while we were there, am I crazy or did did Radar say he killed his dad? Yeah, yeah, he did do that. Yes, he did say that. All right, we have and got like, to address that. Gus did kind of a good job. It sounded like right. No, I'm I'm proud of the guy, but I think we're gonna have to have a talk about repercussion, <laughs> Trevor, about, about like going forward, right? Yeah, and I I mean we'd have help with that. Yeah, it's we would. Like that's the sort of thing we wouldn't have help with, right? I'm not so concerned about that. I mean, he got it done. It's just you know, like we were talking with about Milo in the whole maybe he oh, takes yeah. over his family. Well, now we got this other guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, we just we're all kind of in this if heat comes down on him, and so people should just you know it'd be like if Milo headed out to murder Vigo in his prison cell without talking to anyone. It'd just be <laughs> it'd be it'd be bad, right? You know, we wouldn't. I mean, be, some uh, hypotheticals be, aren't worth bringing up, Eris. <laughs> so mean, ridiculous. Right, I know that's, well, that's why I used it. It's like you know, it's way out there. All right. Well, all right. I mean, I guess I can meet you at the sales. Uh, I might reach. That sounds out. good. Want me to all oh, right, Milo? Tell them we're heading there, Reynard. Okay. This is uh, the yeah, thing I'll that. But uh, listeners, this happens every morning. Just assume we just never done it before. <laughs> Milo, what what do you get up to in the morning? Uh, Milo has finished his big bowl of honeyed oatmeal with sugar and heavy cream, and just drank his last cup of coffee, and he's headed out the door, newspaper tucked under his arm, and heading to the for sales. Okay, muscle memory taking him to the wrong location, or is he headed to the new spot? <laughs> no, he's headed to the new spot. Okay. Um. All right, Milo, as you're walking, you are intercepted by a figure who calls out, Milo, hold up. And if you turn, you see Verla approaching you. Okay, just Verla? Just Nobody Verla. else. All right, and it didn't sound... As an antagonistic voice? It was voice. not Milo Kegbottom. Freeze. It was, yeah. Milo, hold up. All right. Milo pauses and waits for Verla to catch up. 
Hey, Milo. Sorry to bother you. I just wanted to ask you about what you were up to last night. What I was up to last night? Well... She pulls out a little notebook and... uh, I'm curious as to why you ask. I will tell you, but why do you ask? Investigation about something that happened in the district last night. I see. Well, let's see. I... Went for a walk and purchased a newspaper and essentially came home and stayed home for the evening. Okay, noted. And do you have any any affiliations with House Therani? House Therani? No. Okay. I think she knows. I think we told this has been a long time ago, so I think she already knows that we figured out that... Man, what's his face? Who was the House Therani agent that was Vigo's... Mi- supposed minion jason jason ignacio yeah we i think she knows that we figured out that that guy was trying was a therani who was trying to kill you i mean well you know milo would say other than what you already know other than that dude you're pretty sure that i killed but can't pin it on me sucker okay and does the name okan therani mean anything to you okan therani does it? I don't. That name sounds familiar to Randy. You've, you've had Milo has had a run in with him in the warehouse with. I was gonna say was he in the Aaron warehouse with the Elves. ghost things? Yeah. Yes. He's Reynard's cousin. That has you know you had a run in with him. You didn't actually fight him. You all talked your way out of that. But that's that's it. Yes, I I seem to remember that. It's, he's Reynard. I mean, does she know he's Reynard's cousin? You don't know what she knows. She hasn't told you squat. That's <laughs> true. I vaguely remember that name as we had a run-in with him a while back in a warehouse. There was no fight or anything, but but that that's essentially all I know of that person. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all I need. Thanks, Milo. Well, well can I ask what it's about? His body was found in the district last night, so... We're investigating the cause of his his death. Some seem to be magical in nature, fire-based magic, which, I mean, being perfectly frank, Milo, I've seen you operate before, and I've seen that you, it's not necessarily fire, but you have heat as a component of your magic, so. Yes, that's very, very true. Um, and, well, let's just say that there any people turn up dead. I have a list of people that I like to talk to. Yes, well, that's, I, I understand, and that's perfectly fine. Okay, well, thanks for your time, and if you see Reynard, let him know that I'd like to talk to him. I will pass it along, Verla. And Verla goes to take a step and turns back and says, and make sure that he, like, as a cop, I would like to talk to him, the person <laughs> yes. that I need to speak to. Yes, I, I, will, <laughs> I will relay that to him. Thank you. And Verla goes to walk away. Does that deviate Milo's path at all, or is Milo still head to the four sales? I think he would still head to the four sales. He assumes that Reynard's going to eventually show up there, okay. as as we typically all do. Yeah. Okay. So Reynard, I, I guess Hob puts out the call to everyone. Like Milo's already most of the way there. Reynard, anything that would prevent you from joining the rest of the crew at the four sales? Guess that's up to you, big boy. Anything. <laughs> Anything that Reynard would like to do before heading to the four sales? No. Okay. No. Okay. Eris, as you start to get up and get ready, you hear work going on in the warehouse, which is very common. 
Olive always gets up before Eris. Yeah, and that sounds like uh, a universal reality. Yeah, as the tides rise. So as as you anything that Eris does before emerging from her room, uh, I mean, she's not. This is not a hungover drunk thing. So she probably undressed before sleeping, and so she she dresses. It's really awkward because her arms all screwed up. And so Mm -hmm. she kind of does the one armed dress thing. And so there's probably like a crash as she falls over or something and various other sounds of, of comic mayhem before she emerges with her coat on one arm. You see, as you emerge, Olive is in the harness and you can Mm -hmm. tell that Cinder is active and you see, Two, uh, one, one of the legs is planted firmly on the ground and holding her up in the air. And she has a long piece of refined metal and one of the claws is in the middle holding it. And you see the metal in the center glowing hot as she has the other two arms at the end and she begins to bend it. And she sees, sees you walking in and she's like, Hey, figured out how to use Cinder's inherent heat to exhaust through the arms. Well, I'm super unhappy about this, but Eris says, <laughs> Yeah, I figure in applications. My mind is obviously, you know, makes bending metal easier for constructing sure. things. But I imagine that, well, people that fight more might think of more combat oriented uh, yeah, but... use cases, but still neat. Well, but. But you don't need to do that. No, but, and she sets the metal down and you see it begin to cool and she lowers herself down on the ground. How's the arm doing? My shoulder's cold and it's real weak. And that's the arm I've got a big metal glove hanging off of. So weakness in that kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, I might just have to take that off for the moment until I can figure out what I'm going to do about it. Yeah, I got... I got a couple of ideas, but it's just gonna it's gonna take some work. Yeah. Well I know that patience is your strong suit. She yeah, says with a smirk. Right. Huh. Yeah. And Eris probably goes over and works through the process of, of releasing the attachments of the, the gauntlet and, and slips her mangled hand out of it so that she can get the coat the rest of the way on and just sticks her hand in the pocket of the coat. Yeah. Head now? Yeah, I'm gonna go see how Ulfin is. Hmm. Make sure we didn't wreck the place too badly yeah okay All well right. don't forget uh, tomorrow what's tomorrow the garden opening right yes yes okay i know i know but it'll be nice for people to see you there okay we don't have to stay for very long okay yes i'll go it'll be all right okay well do you want me to come to the four sales or if you want to you can but if you're working that's all right i've got a couple be... other things i want to try out with cinder active and I might okay. head down after that. All right. Okay. See you later. See ya. Nera sort of pulls her collar up around her face and around her head and her neck and goes out the door, heads down towards the four sails. As you as you exit and get walking down the street, you see a hobgoblin, the older hobgoblin that you've seen multiple times, no longer carrying dirt, now carrying plants in large clay pots, one under the, each arm. And you see a trailing Durgoth is a very confused and hapless ace carrying one potted plant in a clay pot, kind of like looking around as he just follows Durgoth. Ace? Hey, Eris. What are you doing? 
Well, I mean, see what uh, you're doing, but I why? saw this. How'd that happen? Gentleman carrying plants and said, hey, could you use a hand? And he said, yep. And I, if you'll let Ulfin know, I'll be there as soon as I can. Okay. Right. Eris nods to the, the to, to Durgoth, who I don't, I don't know if Eris has met Durgoth. No, we offered we offered to let Egret carry dirt for him. Yes. I was just, good morning. Morning. Hurry's on her way. Okay. As Eris gets close to the four sails, you do see Ace's bike parked out front. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah. You... She she slows down and sort of walks around it a couple times. Then she... Your faint infernal with snow. <laughs> can't believe I didn't do this the first time, but she pulls the goggles down over her eyes and looks at it and sees what the goggles might might identify about it. Okay. Um, just in their, their innate property. In their innate property, they identify them as, they identify the bike as, you know, a a modified skiff. Material is sore wood, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The only thing that you note is that it is also classified as a magical implement. Interesting. Slash weapon, but that would be more of a categorical, like a wizard staff might be like mundane or destructive. Right. Can I tell? I, I honestly just can't remember if I looked for this last time. It was that many things happened between then and now. Can I tell what its power source is? Uh, you did try to figure this out, I believe, last time, and you just saw there is no Tasha. There is no. That's Cinder. right. Okay. There's, There's like no. That. Yeah. That's yes. I remember that now. Okay. Does it have? Is it covered in runes or anything like that? Like are there are there yeah, markings um, on it? Between you and Milo examining it, you you examined the markings. I can't remember exactly what information. You, you're more than happy. You're more than welcome to make a check. Eris, Eris looks around, sees the ace is 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 way off with his back to her, and she just fumbles around in her pockets till she comes out with a scrap of paper and a bit of a bit of pencil and takes rubbings of all of the all of the runes that, that are easily reachable. Okay. Uh, unless the bike like growls at her when she touches it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Find yourself in another plane, Eris. <laughs> well, frack. The bike uh, says, then, finally. Uh, and then, then she goes inside. Okay. Yeah, you see Ulfin and Sana both inside. Cleaning, getting stuff reset. Obviously, a lot of stuff shifted around and moved in the in the commotion yesterday. And so that that's what you see in the immediate, is them kind of getting the place reset. They How both does look Ulfin up. seem physically? Give me a perception check. Two Okey-dokey. purple and a black. It's the black from just being generally unempathetic. It's it's from Ulfin's and his capacity to hide his emotional state. Two success. Um, you can tell that Ulfin is worse than he is willing to let on. Okay. He is walking around like everything is fine and just, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, Eris sits down. She's not going to be very helpful in, in fixing things right now. And obviously the healthy way to deal with any kind of like, you know, difficult emotional thing is not to discuss it, but to move on to something else and compartmentalize. And so yep, but yep, once, yep. once Ulfin is within reach of being engaged, Eris says, okay, so, so what am I making? I mean, pirates have hooks, but I can make something better than that. You know, hmm. get you a whole hand or, or like a hook with more than one hook that can grab stuff. What what you what you think? 
I mean, like a claw. I I think that either something that the tool could be swapped out, like some kind of base, oh, yeah, allow for hot yeah. swapping, oh, or yeah. you know, a mechanized hand would also be also a, a viable one. Whichever one, okay. You'd so prefer. if you like, it'd be like we'd attach an attachment point to your to your wrist, and then mm. you could swap out different different mount different things on it. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. You know, whisk, yeah. spatula, etc. Oh, that's great. Hand, also. Hand. Okay. Do you know? I took a, I took a tracing, and she pulls out. I took a tracing of of your hand, but was there anything other than being the other hand? Was there anything different about the hand? I mean, because it occurs it to me, I have no idea. Is the hand still? Was the hand still sitting on the deck when we left? Please, no, please no, no, it was gone. gone. It was gone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, other than being my sword fighting hand, that's the only distinguishing factor about it. So, okay. Sorry that that happened, by the way. I didn't mean to put you in that position both times. It's, a, it's all right. Did the place just, yeah. make it okay? Yeah. No, she seems to be settling in nicely and not sure when we're going to be ready to open to people. I want to get to know the neighborhood. want to make sure that people don't think I'm coming in trying to overstep, as it were. So I saw that there's a, another spot a good- just down the street. It's a good bar. As yeah. they do, they do insensitively named Chiron food. It's pretty How good. Oh, so they got a drink called the Morning Sunrise. But Morning's morning with embrace. a U. Morning's embrace, <laughs> like with a U. Yeah, I'm not really okay with that. And and Milo keeps ordering them. Uh, interesting. Yeah, but it's good food. Or are they Chirons like that run the bar? I want to say that's true, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Makes it a little, little better. Yeah, no, I mean, it'd be I'd have I I wouldn't eat there if it was not Kyron's making that joke. Mm-hmm. But still, fair. I mean, maybe it's fair. I wasn't there, so yeah. Well, maybe if you have time, I don't know what your is on your docket for today. If you could swing by hands. Lower Memphis, um, I'm working on hands today. If you could swing by or call Milo, I know he still lives over there. Swing by Lower Memphis and. Make sure that Ace remembers that we're in a new spot. Yeah, he's he's look that that bike he's riding is terrifying, right? That's that speeder he's got is is alarming. I'm not I'm not alone in thinking that's weird and alarming that he suddenly showed up with this really 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 nice speeder that doesn't have any kind of elemental powering it or anything like that. I'm not alone. I mean, it's confusing. I guess would be the the word that I would use. Not necessarily suspicious, maybe. Sure, suspicious. yeah, a little bit suspicious at least, right? Yeah. Now there's this there's this old hobgoblin who lives here named Durgoth, and I, I don't know. He's got some sort of like just gravitational pull. When he walks down the street, people just start helping him with things. Hmm. So Ace is carrying plants hmm. to this garden thing that Durgoth's working on. All right. Well, he said he'd be here after. Great. Hope it's a small garden. I don't know. All right. Well, can I get you anything to eat or drink? I should probably eat. All right. But you know, nothing, nothing fancy. Just something to okay. eat. I'll uh, whip something up for you. Thank you. And at that time, everyone else. Wa- there we go. Yeah. Hob gets lost. <laughs> He's forgot where we put it. And <laughs> shows up a little later. And everyone else. <laughs> I could have sworn it was on the other side. I don't- Outstanding. Honestly, based on the way everyone was talking, 
Milo probably gets there first because Milo was already on his way. Then Hob, then Reynard. So, mm. yes. Milo walks in. Oh, Reynard. Reynard's not there yet. Fine. <laughs> He's not. No, it's, it's no, Eris. Eris. Sana. Ulfin. And Ace's bike. Well, but he's not inside. That'd be weird. True. So, Eris has, I mean, is Ulfin like right out there? Is he busy somewhere at this point? Ulfin just went to go make Eris some food in the back. All right. So, Eris, how's Ulfin getting on today so far? Awkwardly. Yes. That probably a missing hand might do that. And how are you doing this morning? My shoulder is cold and it has weird ghost scars. Uh, yes. And I couldn't lift the gauntlet, so I took it off. Hopefully, you'll be able to rectify that situation soon. I'll figure something out. Yes, Reynard needs to hurry up and get here. I have something to share with him concerning his cousin. His cousin. Which one? He seems to have a lot. His cousin. Yes. Which one was it again? Ocon. Yes. I was like Connor. Conundrum. I don't know what was happening either. I was just joining Randy in the snapping. Yes, his cousin Ocon. Apparently, he was his body was found. Not the ninja that ambushed us in the wait. He's he's dead. Yes, yes, and he's he's the one in the in the warehouse a while back. Yes, apparently he was found dead and he was killed with fire. So Verla had questions for me, and she wishes to talk to Reynard, and she emphasized in a professional capacity. Did you kill him? Who's that? Did you kill him? No, I absolutely did not. I had no reason to kill him. Look, people are going off killing people. I just check it in. Who's going off killing people? Reynard. Other than Reynard. You know, I just thought maybe it was becoming a thing. Oh, we've all gone off and killed people on our own time before. Yes, well, it might be another thing because check the paper today. And Milo hands Eris the paper. Hob has actually entered. Yeah, no, I'm there. Hob! (laughs) Sup? Hob, you might want to see the paper as well. Frack. All right, I take a look. And Reynolds now. Everybody's here. Okay. Your cousin's dead. Jeez, no, my father is dead. Um, Well, Reynard, along with your father, your cousin Ocon, his body was found last night, and Verla questioned me about it because he was killed with the fire magic, and Verla basically interviewed me about it, and she wanted me to relay to you that in her professional capacity... She would like to speak with you as well. So, well, I shouldn't mention, I never really cared for him, right? Oh, I don't think I she'll be like surprised to. to learn that you're callous, uh, Reynard. Well, I mean, you, you never know. She... I mean, just to check in, did you kill your cousin, no. Ocon? Okay. And was well, that... You should probably tell Verla. And you already asked Milo, and he said he didn't, right? Milo, you didn't? Right, yeah. No, I just uh, I don't even really know Ocon. There's, I mean, there's got to be a lot of guys that use fire magic. Of, of the... Offensive magics that feels like a top tier one. Yes. Yeah, seems straightforward. Like, like I don't like it when it's not magical. It's got to be tough when it's magical. Yes, well, you know, Vela made the comment that when certain things happen, that she has a list of people that she will go and talk to. Right. Apparently, I am on that list, and I imagine the rest of you are as well. Yeah, and that certain thing is anyone dies. She's going to yeah. come and check with us now. Yes, Pretty cool. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she didn't call. She didn't call me. Yeah. And Ocon is like tangentially within our orbit. I suppose. Yes. Yes. I guess it was me because of the 
the magic used. Hey, Raynard, how, how you doing, bud? Yeah, I think I have to tell my brother what I did. Gee, that sounds like a bad idea. Well, it sounds like a worse we... idea to get caught. Remind me, Trevor or I Eric, agree. have we spent time with... Alistair? Like, no. I don't think we've met Alistair, so we don't know what no. he's like except for through Raynard, who we did don't we not, trust did to we have not a good handle him? on it. Wasn't he an under? Wasn't he undercover as a as a member of the Charm Watch? That's Basil. Basil was Basil. Uh, okay, yeah. different one. Yes. All right, gotcha. What mm. makes you think you should tell your brother because you think it's better that he knows up front rather than discovering that yes, you did it? I do think that. How do you think? How do you think you'll feel about it? Uh, that I do not know. Well, did oh, he wait, feel- do you think it was your brother who killed Okan? Well. Didn't you use a Thorani dagger and now there's a Thorani agent dead? That could definitely be a possibility. Does your brother use fire magic? I thought we all took that as a given, that this was retributive. Right? Like, it is, right? It makes sense to me. To my knowledge, he does not use fire magic, but I also don't know who his friends are. Or who he could use his practically limitless resources to hire. Yes. No, it seems very... A device. I mean... I don't use fire magic, but I can make some. Yes. Right. Well, you mentioned telling your brother, possibly. How Does your brother feel the same way about your father as you did? Maybe not specifically, but I think generally, if that makes sense. Yes, I'm just trying to decide or figure out maybe what his feelings would be if you actually come out and just tell him. Either way, I've kind of, then, of um, course, put myself in a bad situation. Well, if you tell him, will he tell somebody else, say, perhaps your mother? Or will you tell your mother? Will your mother care? These are all wonderful questions that I do not know the answers to, which is why I'm in this pickle of what to do. Ace enters, okay. covered in dirt. While you, while you think about it, measure my left arm. What? She hands you a, a measuring string. Fabric tape. Measuring tape. Yeah, fabric tape. There it is. Oh. Um, You know, Eris, if you're having trouble... Lifting your gauntlet, perhaps you could finally take me up on that offer of a bit of personal training. I was stronger yesterday. Sure, and we can get you back there with a little personal training. Hoth's been trying to get any of these three jokers to work out with him for years, or as long as he's known them, each individual. Right, but I need, like, to not have the muscles spectrally torn up before that. Okay, sure. Yes, fine. But... But first, also, this. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, just, you know, several things. And he looks at Milo and Rainer like, all right, who else? Any hangers? Anybody? Fine. You know, but, Hob, if I were to work out with you, do you think it would increase, you know, some of my muscularity? Well, yes, that's what working out <laughs> and, and And it will come freely without a cost? Other than of the cost of working out? Pain? Um, Sweat? Caloric burn. Yeah, like, it's gonna, you know, there's some time involved. And th- I Look, are you... Well, you know, I was thinking of increasing certain skills on my character sheet. <laughs> right, yeah. No, that's not a question for Hob. <laughs> I, I thought that might be what we're doing here. Do you think of working out as, like, making a pact with a devil? It's not... I'm making a pact with Hob. No, you're making a pact with a better you. Let's get in the gym, guys. <laughs> so dumb. End of episode. Uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head over to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pantheon, 
where you can watch TTRPG videos made by myself. And Philip's going to plug something. There's also a YouTube channel that is tangential to this thing called The Laughing Tree, where there's an actual play called Kyber Shards that I run, and Eric is a player in. Indeed. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon. If you want to support the show, you can do so over there, or you can buy some merch at thegeekpantheon.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master. I'm Trevor. I'm Philip. Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time.